I don't have any. Oh, well, I uh, I saw this movie last week. Uh, but yesterday I went to the movies again. And guess what I saw? The Mario Brothers. No, I wish. It was full of children. I uh, can't, can't, can't be there. Dude, I went yesterday to watch this movie at 10 o'clock at night. And the theater, it was packed at the theater. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Why? And I asked one of the workers, they're like, they're all here for the Mario movie. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Hell yeah. Because I mean, because technically it is the first big Mario film released in like what 30 years? Yeah. And also, like, it's it's technically like a holiday. So I think kids have the have, I think kids have Thursday is, and Friday up for it. That's yeah. right. It's Good Friday. Yeah. I mean, hmm. it's a it's a good Friday anytime a Mario movie comes out, I guess. I forgot about that. Okay, fair. Yeah. Um all right, well, uh I watched air. I watched Air last night. Oh, was it good? It was so good. It's such a dad movie. I feel like you would love it. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe I should watch it then. I think you would. Yeah. Mario and Air and then Renfield. Fuck it. I'm done with uh, you all three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Air was pretty good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I saw one one review that said this this is like the, the most dad movie that I ever dad. I feel like the best way to enjoy it is watching it on a plane. And <laughs> I don't know what to said about that. So watching films on planes, but it just it just kind of tracks. I don't know. Air, I don't know air travel. I guess air travel. Oh, are you in your pun era? Is that yes. Is? Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm not a father, but I've got jokes. Well, you you, you know what? Uh, I feel like we're we're kind of dodging the most obvious bit possible. This is a Dungeons and Dragons movie. We both play Dungeons and Dragons, so I feel like you know that there's something there. Uh, I think. Um, I don't know. Did, did you go into the movie like experiencing to have a lot of fan service, or like did you did not? I went into this film very indifferent. Okay, because it, it, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's based on Dungeons and Dragons, right? Yeah. It, what does that mean? Because there's so much lore. There's so many characters. Like you make them up. As you go, part of the fun of the game is making your characters. But yeah. that also means, like, there's so many ways to go about it. It's very easy to, like, go in a bad direction or in a good direction. I don't know, man. I, I was very indifferent going into it. And, okay. that, and it's weird because I am I left the film indifferent. Oh, okay. So right. I, I clear, I'm, not, I'm not bashing the movie. I want to be very clear. Okay, okay. We'll get to that. We'll, 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 we'll get to that. Okay. I think before we start, uh, just do let me know because we played once together. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Um, you were a monk. A warrior monk. I was the, I was a monk. That was the only time I played a monk. After that, I've, I've exclusively played Bard. Uh, Have you played D&D since then? Yeah. What? Bro, tell what? me. Tell me. <laughs> I got character sheets. I got character sheets for days. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll we'll play again together. Have you ever since? I don't remember what 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 character class you wore back then. Uh, do you still play the same? Dra- Dragonborn Paladin. Yes. Dragonborn Paladin. Sidel. You would be a Paladin. I, I, yes, I Sidel. I'm a red dragonborn who had a hammer. Had a hammer. Had a hammer. <laughs> George melted it. I uh, I kept calling to some god. I can't remember. I have my notes somewhere. 
Yeah. I kept calling to a god, like uh, to be my god, and I, I kept doing it for like the whole summer. So at the climax of the story, at the very end of the summer, when we're doing the last part of the story, I die, and the god is like annoyed with me. He's like, "You've called, and you've <laughs> called, and you've <laughs> called, and I refuse to answer, and still you call my name." Yeah, <laughs> I, I I just frustrated him, and he was like maybe so he melted my hammer and turned it into a shield and i'm like okay okay <laughs> <laughs> i will protect but okay. yeah well, this, folks if you've never played D, it's very fun like it is it's a lot of fun you need to learn how to play properly but it's fun genuinely a lot of fun absolutely if anything i hope this movie helps to you know make people want to try it at least um i think so yeah uh should we jump into it uh hell yeah I completely forgot this. Time. The intro? No, 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 no. I got it. I, got it. I blanked out for a second. I don't know why. <laughs> it's very. It's it's. How do I explain this? I haven't slept a full eight hours until like last night in like a long time, bro. I wake up at four a.m. every morning. What do you want me to say? Go uh, to bed at a reasonable time. I, I'm trying to go to bed at like eight thirty a.m. Nine, dude. Like nine at the latest. Most. Nine at the latest. All right. Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chama. And I'm Eddie. Reviewing Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. And this is the rollback. No experience necessary. A charming thief and a band of unlikely adventures undertake an epic heist to retrieve a lost relic, but thinking but things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong. People. So this is finally the Dungeons and Dragons movie directed by John Francis Daly and Jonathan M. Goldstein, the people behind uh, the movie uh, uh, Game Night. Uh, they're the same team. Uh, starring Which is Chris a weird, It's a weird movie that doesn't no one, no one talks about. Game it's Night. It's a good movie, right? No, it's a great movie, but you ever notice no one talks about it? No one talks about it, but I feel like when we start to remember, like, okay, what were the great comedy movies of the two, of the twenty tens? I feel like mm-hmm. it's going to be an underrated pick because it's super original. Uh, and I think a movie about adults playing uh, board games were the right people to make this board game movie. Uh, so this stars Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, Rach Jean Page, Justice Smith, and Sophia Lillis, and Hugh Grant. Um, so this was, I think, one of the best trailers that we've ever had. With like When the trailer was uh, came out, it had comedy, it had action, it had a Led Zeppelin in the background. I think it was a good concept to sell, not to people who were fans of the game, but also people who were like on the outside. Because, for example, my dad saw that trailer and I was like, Led Zeppelin, I'm in. Uh, <laughs> so I think uh, I think it's good. And I think this cast will also help to like bring people in also. Because you have to capture like a big audience for that. And what we ended up getting is... I don't know if this makes sense, but I feel like this movie is basically Guardians of the Galaxy, but with high fantasy instead of sci-fi. So it's it's funny. You're not the only one that actually mentioned that. So we got the charismatic guy who's kind of useless. We have the strong female protagonist that does all the actual heavy lifting. Uh, we have a wood a wood nymph, which I would say is probably that's Groot. I, I'm pretty comfortable saying that. We have a paladin that doesn't understand jokes and drags. So all we're needing is ro- is Rocket, which, funny enough, Bradley Cooper's in this movie. 
did did the rest of your theater odd when he showed up because my whole theater just odd when he was like sitting in like the big chair and just like with like his feet dangling no they're all like what like like legit the dude that was closest to me i didn't go what the fuck but uh my yeah. theater odd yeah but uh so this movie i mean it's so weird because D&D as a game again is something that's so open ended. I, I I always thought like how do you make a film series about it? Unless every film is a different story. Like which I hope it is. Honestly. I, it should be. They should all be different campaigns. Yeah. Cuz like okay, Honor Among Thieves, fair enough. I get it. Um but I think every single film should be a different story, a completely different story. Um this movie did hook me in at the beginning though. Oh yeah, I think it starts uh, pretty well. I'll explain it. I think it starts pretty well because it, the the setup is immediately uh, like it hooks you, like it, it it's got you, like like it, it sets up what we want to get, like we want to save Chris Pine's daughter, uh, and just getting there is 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 part of the fun and the and the and the and the ride of it. Uh, I like the characters. I think Chris Pine playing a bard is super funny. Because they could have very, because he, how do I explain it? Chris Pine is what in the industry they call a weird little guy, uh, <laughs> which you know he is like 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 that Daniel Radcliffe that uh, that uh, that Elijah Wood kind of kind of character actor, but the thing is that he's in the body of a hunk. So when you put him in a movie, you can make him act very strange and very weird, and he'll always come off as charming. And that's a very hard quality to get. He has a he has, like, like he wrote he wrote ten on a on, on a charisma roll. You know, like he he's got it. Uh, what? It's a twenty. It's a twenty. I, that's what I said. You said you see you said he rolled a ten. Damn it, ten. You said I'm 10. So, it's so early, man. Damn it, so anyway. Anyway, you can cut that out. Anyway, uh, anyway, he rolled twenty on a, on, a, on a charisma roll. Like he's he's up there already. Uh, so making him a bard and weirdly making him the kind of the leader, kind of default leader, kind of really works. Uh, because because weirdly enough, the hunk character in this movie is the paladin, is Ray John Page from Bridgerton. Like when he showed up in the screen, like everyone in this in the theater just kind of like melted. Like it was pretty funny to watch. Um, I like that he wasn't there for the whole time. I, I like the fact that he was around for a minute. Well, yeah. he was around for the, what might be the best sequence in the whole film, the heist. Uh, well, the he was, action sequence, yeah. Yeah, he was around for maybe the best part of the film, and took off like he wasn't around the whole time. So I appreciated that. Yeah. Um, but the like from the very beginning, like they had a, they had me hooked at the very beginning uh, with Chris Pine telling a story, and it's funny because it's they did a lot of things in there right. Like uh, like exposition, yeah. But normally it feels like a like a like exposition dump. But in this particular case, it was like it, it was framed in such a manner that it was like, okay, I kind of like this. I like where they're going with this. Fair enough. All right, I like his backstory, and I love the fact that when the what's his name is it Fitzgerald? No, it's it's what's the name of the guy? Uh, two year sentence. George William? No, 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 the That's one cool. the one that he tackles. Oh, uh, Jonathan. <laughs> Yeah, darn, darn, they're not again. And he, they grab him, jump out, and I, I started laughing like hell when he was like, but we granted you your pardon. <laughs> Honestly, you know what that scene reminded me of? Like, that that scene felt like if it was a campaign, 
Yeah. Like that would be the moment where like the characters would be like, okay, you know what? Let's let's just skip the whole the whole granting me your part. And I can't like let me just roll so I can escape right now. Yeah. And, 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 and like the and like the, the DM is like, but I have I have a whole thing planned. Like, <laughs> okay, fine, roll. It's like rolls. So it's like, okay, you managed to escape, but you need the guy to show up in, in order to escape with him. What's his name? Oh god, uh J- Jonathan. Like you say, Jonathan. You say, no, Jonathan. It's like Jonathan. yes, yes. His name is Jonathan. Like that's like it felt like improv while playing D and D. Like it honestly felt like I, there's a lot of moments in this movie where it feels like that. Like every time that a character would fail a spell, in my head, I'm like, oh, they probably rolled. They probably failed to roll. Like they probably. It yeah, and it's funny because Chris Pine he does such a great job of like he hams the hell out of it. Oh yeah. Um, but not in a bad way. Like this is this feels like the most Chris Pine. He's only forty two, dude. I thought he was in his fifties. No, he's super young. I thought he was older for some reason. Hmm. Uh, but he eats this film every second that he's on screen. Yeah. Like he hams it up. He he's but he's never ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like there's a line, fine line between like over the top stupid. Yeah, like, like in the original Dungeon Dragons movie with, with uh, Jonathan Irons, yeah, he hams Jeremy it. The, sorry, Jeremy Irons, he overly hams it the fuck up, like to a point where it's ridiculous. In this, perfect balance, perfect balance. I honestly like the 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 hamminess of the original D and D movie because I feel like it's a fantasy world. You kind of have to go that hard, and in this one, uh, the worst thing that this movie could have been was mediocre. Honestly, mm-hmm. to me, that, that's the worst thing this movie could have been. I just wanted a fun ride. Like when people complain that and they, and they say like, "Oh, action movies feel like roller coasters," I wanted this movie to feel like a roller coaster, mm-hmm. and I ended up pretty satisfied. Uh, I like these characters. I do think that comparisons to Guardians of the Galaxy are gonna be like are, are you you cannot stop them. Like they they have to happen. Yeah. Um, but I think Chris Pine is like the, a good face to put in the front uh, to to sell the movie, and I think. It was a better choice to have him playing like the bard who makes the plans and who kind of like weasels his way out of situations instead of like uh having him as like I don't know, a paladin or like or like or like something. Uh he- I like how the characters are kind of like dumbasses. <laughs> like it really helps. <laughs> well, they felt real. They didn't have all the answers. They were trying to figure shit out as they went. Yeah. Uh, and he's not he's not the dude. Chris Pine, uh his character, who's the main character, he, he's not the type of individual that's just going to force his way through and figure everything out and we're going to win. It's No, it's a lot of bullshitting your way towards the ending. Yeah, and that is what D&D is about. <laughs> it's about bullshitting with your friends until you make it to the end. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez, though, does play it very, very straight. Like she, is, like, she is the muscle. She is the tank. She's the warlock of the group. And uh, I think physically and like in the way that she acts, she was good cast for that role because she just needed to look cool in action scenes and deliver some cool one-liners and i think she did it the right way that scene when they're when there's when they're like about to be like uh when their heads are about to be cut off and she goes what kind of axe is that and she just starts like, talking <laughs> to the guy like yeah you're and- about to be head you and this is these are your questions come on man just tell me what do you used to clean it with <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, like those are the scenes that you kind of want. And when I was watching her, like in in, in that, those action scenes, um, her uh, uh, how do I say this? The way that her body was like uh, like 
the armor and everything, like the way that aesthetically that she looked, that's kind of like how I imagine Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn looking if they ever make like a like a live action Horizon Zero Dawn movie. Uh, that muscly uh, 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 strength, like strong character. I kind of want to see if they ever do like a, like a Horizon movie. That's like the kind of like uh, character actor that I, that that I want to see play uh, Aloy. Um, but yeah, she was cool. Um, she had cool one-liners. She had cool action scenes. I like how she got along with daughter really well. Uh, she was she she was a good good addition to to the movie. I think she was she an original creation because she has a D and D lore page. Helga, oh, Helga, Helga, yeah, Helga, yeah. I don't. I'm I'm assuming they're all original creations, but maybe they just added like a like a page for them after the movie. It might be. Well, no, according to this, there's a lot going back here. Flashback 11 years before 2020. Uh, either way, though, badass character. I I would not want to fight her in a dark alley. Um, oh, yeah. Also, also, it's pretty funny that, like, she is, like, the barbarian uh, character. So, like, immediately we all went, like, oh, she's a barbarian. You know, you know, she's and, and she mentions having a husband. It's obviously going to be a halfling. Obviously, really, you thought that was obvious. It, it was kind of obvious. Like I, like I knew that that was a joke that, that, that we're gonna do, but in a in, in a good way, you know, not, not a bad way. I, you know, I was kind of wondering what you know what that makes sense that her that her husband would be halfling. There, you're right. Fair <laughs> um, but okay, so they so they escape, and then they go to assemble a team so they could wait. No, they escape. They go to Neverwinter. Yeah. To to try and like you know hey we need the artifacts and you want my daughter back yada yada Hugh Grant turns out to do what Hugh Grant does and be an asshole he he turns his back on them he makes them seem like the bad guys somehow turn Chris Pine's daughter against him uh, and now they must assemble a team to retrieve an artifact and they're gonna go from there yeah. um, and that's where we get to meet maybe the fun I really like this character Justice Smith's character Simon. Actually, really yeah. like him. I thought he was hilarious. I I think Justice Smith has such a such a knack for playing. I don't want to say pathetic characters, but like pathetic characters. No, but like pathetically inclined characters in a fun <laughs> way. Like uh, like a lot of people disliked him in in Jurassic World, like in the second one, because he was yelling the entire movie. Here's the oh, thing: Justice right. Smith Justice Smith has a very funny yell, so I didn't mind that at all. Um. So I like him. Uh, I liked him in the in the uh, Detective Pikachu. I like him in Detective Pikachu. I really like him in his supporting role in the movie Paper Towns. That's where I first saw him, uh, and it's been really cool to see him just grow up and like and, and like all these characters. Um, but he just he just seems like he fits right in. He fits right into this world. He when when I saw him with like the cape and everything, I'm like he looks like he 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 has always been part of this world. Like Chris Pine looks like Chris Pine, but he looks like. You know, when I saw him with the, with the little pointy ears and everything, like, it would make sense. And I feel like he represents, like, that that guy who's, like, probably new to D&D and he's, like, screwing everything up. So he feels like that character. Like, he just wants to, like, take a part of, like, of everything, but he's not an expert yet. And then through him, we meet uh, Sophia Lillis's character, uh, Doric, who is the, the druid. Um who uh you know she was the girl in the it movies uh you know she's been in a lot of, she's been in a, in, a, in a few things since then 
And I think uh, she plays that like straight man uh, character really, really well. Like mm-hmm. she's just she's there to like counterbalance uh, Justice Smith in a way uh, because she's an expert, but she's also kind of like emotionally a little a, a, a little closed. Well, uh, I-, I love the fact that the I don't know how to say this right. Arguably, the smallest character had the most power in a oh, sense. Yeah. Like I like the fact that she could go from owl bear to to like little mouse to d- d- different things. Basically, I yeah. to me, I don't know why. I liked the dynamics of her character, and I liked the way all four of them kind of mixed so well together. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but then we get the fly in the oil, the wrench in the the monkey in the wrench. I guess the pain in the okay. ass. Reggie Page, Reggie Jean Page. Look, Hugh Grant can play an ass very, very well. Like he is. After watching Paddington too, like to me, this is like the guy who needs to play a villain every single time because he's such a pompous asshole. And he used to be very charming. No, but he plays it so well, like like in a in a good way. Like I think it's it, it comes up really naturally. Have you seen those, uh, like uh, the, the 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 when they interview someone and they have like the Google answers thing? Uh, no. On YouTube, no. Never uh, seen Tell me about it. N- you've never seen any of those, like the. Uh, no. Seen the Google. Uh, no. Okay. So on YouTube, there's like this series where they interview people, but they give them like this uh, this boards with like the questions that Google asks about about someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, and Hugh Grant did it like together. And it's the funniest one because it's just the three of them being absolute bitches to- towards each other. <laughs> and if you watch it, you're, you're like, oh, Hugh Grant was not acting. Like, he's really this, <laughs> this asshole. And uh, in a good way, I think uh, this is the kind of villain that you want to have in a movie. Um, so I, uh, like, you kind of want to hate him, but you would love to hate him. Like, And that's the kind of villain that you really want to have in a movie. But wasn't his character? Wasn't didn't his career uh, get built on being like a hunk in the nineties? Yeah. So weird. So does that I mean? Know. Does that mean Henry Cavill is going to be a bastard in about twenty years? Yeah, 20, 25 years. Son of a bitch. Fair enough. I saw when uh, when uh, fuck when Moon Knight came out. I saw like an interview with Ethan Hawke, and because he was doing that and he did Black Phone like in the same year. And they asked him, like, why are you suddenly playing these villain characters? And he went, because I'm older. <laughs> like, I can't play the hunk anymore. Like, this is this is what I, this, this is what actors do now. <laughs> I need to be the bad guy. And then eventually I'll get to a point where I can pull Keanu Reeves and be action good guy again. Hopefully. I mean, was Ethan Hawk ever like an action guy? I don't Ethan know. Ha- Ethan Hawk. Was he in Black Hawk Down? I, I, I don't think I ever saw that. Uh, uh, I, I was joking. Oh, oh. Sorry, wow. Ethan Hawke, Black Hawk Down. Oh. He was in Training Day. Does that count as an action? Oh, okay. that's right. That's Assault right. on Prison 13. No, you're right. I completely forgot about Training Day. Because the- Denzel just like overshadows him the whole movie. You know, Training Day, I want to say it's overrated. It's a little overrated. Also, it's Day not Breakers. that it's overrated. It's, it's not that it's overrated. It's just that that year, Denzel won the Oscar over over Crow for A Beautiful Mind, and people got mad. A Beautiful Mind was good. Yeah, but... Oscar. But anyway, so let's yeah. talk about D and D. So one of the things I like about this film is the fact that 
They do use a lot of locations from the actual game itself. The games, the characters, I'll give them credit. Whoever wrote this film, the team that wrote this film, are legit D&D fans. Like, they're actual, like, it's not, it's not like the studio, like, grabbed some people and were like, hey, you three, write a script. Yeah. Like, no. This was written, created, uh, and directed by fans of the game. People who actually have an imagination for it. And I appreciate yeah. that. You know, even if it wasn't necessarily my cup of tea, I can see the love that went into making this movie. Yeah, this and this is the kind of story that you want to add into, the, to fit into this aesthetic world. You know, it's like when they make a new Final Fantasy game. Like, you don't have to re-go again, just tell a new story in the same world with the same elements. Because let me tell you what I, because I I feel like I'm an okay fan of D&D. Like, I'm not a huge fan. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an okay fan. Like, I can get terms wrong. But let me tell you, when I saw the gelatinous cube, mm-hmm. I got excited. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, because like the, it, it was such a random little thing and i was like oh nice like yeah that is exactly the, the kind of thing you want to have in your movie you know you know who i actually disliked in the film who? uh the daughter no no that uh, oh, well, that, that i didn't the daughter wasn't around enough for me to dislike her <laughs> but Thember chad Thember chad the pudgy red dragon what he was such a little guy what 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 what's what uh, okay th- th- this is twice now i have felt cheated by magical worlds when it comes to dragons twice the first one um smog 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 what's what's wrong with smog what's wrong what's wrong <clears throat> with this this dragon was pudgy what i want a plushie of this guy like what's, what's wrong i don't hate that? him i don't hate him i want to be clear i don't hate him but yeah. i want a fierce menacing dragon and this guy was more like a very fierce, menacing, oversized, like sausage dog, like wiener dog. Okay, what? What? I did. Okay, I'm sorry. This is a it's dumb a, thing. People are it's gonna a ridiculous. I feel like it's a ridiculous movie. You kind of need a ridiculous dragon, like. But uh, how often do we get a chance to watch like a big dragon fight? Uh, you didn't like the dragon in Shang Chi. You didn't like uh did you see the did you see the, the the Monster Hunter movie? I have not. Uh it's bad, but it has Rathalos. <laughs> so that's one of the that's one of the great video game dragons and I think it looked kind of cool in the movie. I just wanted a good dragon fight and the fact that we got stuck with this guy I'm like, "Ah, man, again, it's a joke." Like smoke. Yeah. Like smoke. I didn't I, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know it's a dumb thing. I like dragons. And yeah. I, I, that's the reason why I was a Dragonborn. There was at one point a campaign set up where I was going to go after. Like, it was a bigger campaign. It wasn't about me. But my goal in the campaign was going to be we were going after this blue dragon. My goal was going to be to kill that son of a bitch, rip out one of his teeth, and have it made into a sword. All right? Okay. I like, I, I don't know why. I just have a thing about dragons. And I was just a little disappointed with that pudgy dragon. I'm sorry. It just was. That said, though. That dragon was involved in one of the best, in probably the best uh, action sequence of the whole film, the heist, when they go to get the helmet. Oh, yeah. Um, after they... they get... Yeah, go ahead. No, after they... Uh, they uh, and not indoctrinated, is the right word. After they draft... How do I pronounce it? Xen? Yandar. Rain- Yandar. Sent Yandar, yeah. 
Zikin there. Yeah. So they they draft him. They agree to use you know everything for good uh, to go and get the helmet. And there's so many funny little parts in this whole little sequence that are perfect. From like the the mind monsters, they will kill you if, you, if they sent a high intelligence. So they walk right towards it. That's kind of hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> like shit like that is like yeah. perfectly funny. Or um, or the the whole part was in there where Yandar is like, here's what we have to do. You must step on only even numbers for five steps, but every fifth step you must do a lateral move. <laughs> now, when you get to the other side, it goes to even, and then you must step laterally again. Now, let me explain one more time. Whoops, sets it off. <laughs> yeah, that part was was in the trailer, and it was still funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, the joke. Some of the jokes that were in the trailers still landed. Yeah, it, the, the scene when they're bringing the corpses back to life, and I asked yes. that question. That's <laughs> it. The fact that they just kept doing it again because they kept screwing it up. It was. Well, the that's the showing yeah exactly <laughs> they kept showing like the flashbacks of characters that were irrelevant or like one of them is like did you die in the war technically what did you do i died i died getting out of the shower like it was <laughs> it was oh. super funny like you can tell that like if i was a dm i would have been i would have been like they're gonna fucking love this like, like, <laughs> um, like i'm gonna mess with them so bad no oh oh shit okay that's one yeah and those flashback sequences remember the dragon that's like flying around is like spewing like red like black hot lava molten stuff is that that's what the dragon yes Ugh, i want epic ness i want that dragon i want to fucking fight that dragon and have him be my goddamn charizard <laughs> well, name <it> charizard <laughs> charizard attack anyway um okay. funny sequences all the way through and then we finally get back to neverwinter um where the games are happening which Honestly, really entertaining. Another thing that they did was, besides having uh, the creatures, the set pieces, the lore, everything's great. Oh, one thing I wanted to bring a lot of attention to. So Simon, uh, the the sorcerer, yeah. Justice Smith studied American Sign Language, ASL, for about a year and a half to two years, right? So, fun fact, when he does his spells during the actual uh, film, he's asked, he's actually using some sign language to sign what the spell does did you know that yeah i did i saw i saw a couple of interviews with him in the in the red carpet and they talked about that and i thought it was yeah good idea just brilliant. uh just brilliant because it made because it made him like what he was doing look very unique but not in a generic way like uh it kind of reminded me of like uh have you ever seen naruto yeah oh yeah when they do the, 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 the yeah. jutsu the Ex this shit yeah, exactly. Like it kind of reminded me a little bit of that, and I think uh, that's exactly what you want to make your character kind of stand out. Um, yeah, no, good idea. I think uh, I, I think he stood out because of that. Agreed. Um, this so what were some things? And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to hark on the film. What were some things that you really enjoyed? Like some like positive takeaways that you had with it? Like was did this film have you entrenched the whole time? Were you finding trouble like trying to stay in it or? Well, I, I will say this. The only thing that I don't love about this movie is I think the pacing at the start is a little rough. I think the pacing and the editing, a little rough at the beginning. Um, not uh, That was like the one thing where I was like, oh, God, uh, I'm getting like a little it, – it, it's getting a little hard for me to just uh, to correctly uh, follow up the start. Uh, but overall, I thought it was innocent and Fun, and it took advantage of the cast and the world. Um, 
but yeah, I think a little a little bit of off pacing at the start. But overall, uh, I kind of didn't care because I think it was pretty pretty, pretty fun. Uh, I mean, I, we talked about it. I enjoyed the cast. I enjoyed the world. The effects were not like the best. Uh, I feel like we've seen better effects in other movies, but I did like that the movie felt. This is something that I, I talked about when we talked about the Last of Us. Uh, they built most of these sets. Like a lot of these sets were built, uh, especially for, especially for like the ending scene, uh, mm-hmm. like when they're fighting at the end. Like that that whole set exists. Like it's not uh, all green screen, and I like that. Um, uh, how to explain it? Uh, and uh, uh, it's it has some moments that I'm not gonna confuse for other movies. Like I never thought I was gonna see Hugh Grant get hit in the face by a potato in slow motion. And uh, <laughs> I love that. That's such like a I dumb did. part. Like, my well, life is so it. dumb. It's dumb in a way that fits in a D&D world, you know? You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, and also, like, we haven't talked about it, but that scene when Chris Pine is like, is he's, not like a, he's like a spell hologram and he starts glitching and starts, like, melting into itself. Oh, that's a nightmare. That's not it, it, it's nightmare feel, but also like in a way where like we're like, oh shit, they screwed up the role. They're gonna <laughs> you're, and you're right. You know what? There are things you know what, man? Also, I'll give you this. The more yeah. we're talking about it, the more I'm beginning to be like, you know what? It actually was good. Like it wasn't as like meh as I thought it was. Yeah. No, 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 no like, like movies are allowed to be innocent and fun. Like if like if anything, I think we learned from last year and this year that like a lot of movies that weirdly shouldn't succeed are succeeding where other movies that are usually succeed are failing. Like all superhero movies have tanked this year. And yet for some reason, this Scream 6, Creed 3, and uh, and uh, fucking uh, John Wick are thriving. Uh, you know why? Because they're all fun. And you can tell the passion of the people that are making it. And in this one, this feels exactly like a real D&D campaign because everyone has mixed charisma stats and no other useful skills. Like, it's <laughs> it's exactly what you want to see as a fan and as, like, a moviegoer. You know what? You're right. Like, this movie was a lot of fun. It, it had a lot of going for it. The scenery, the stories, the humor, even the supposed effects. So the CGI was shit in some parts, you got to admit. But other parts, yeah. the CGI was fucking flawless. But uh, for, for for example, there are some scenes that I really like. Like there's a scene where uh, when they discover uh, Sophia Lillis, uh, the druid, like when she's hiding as a mosquito, and then they start chasing her, and she starts changing into all these different animals. That whole sequence was just one shot. Sure, it's all digital because she keeps turning into like animals and escaping. But I like that it was one shot. Like it, it just it it, it it was a one or done right. Uh, because you really felt felt the action and how she kept changing into like uh, the movies. Sorry, into into the animals. I had a good time with it. Honestly, like this is one of the few franchises where like every time that when we talk about the movie at the end, you always ask me like, how do you, what do you think about the second one? And I always go like, fuck no, like keep making original movies. But in this one, I'm like, I'll take another 10 of these. Like if you give me a different campaign every every time and they're all as fun, like do this like uh like uh, they did a uh, like they're doing knives out like have a different cast every time, uh focus on a new a new campaign uh you can make anything uh like it's such a good world to exist in and thrive in you can just make a new movie with like a different subtitle and have a new cast and you don't need, you don't feel the need to continue the same story because the story has been told so. I'm into it, you know. I had a, I had a great, uh, I, I had a great time with it. So, no problem. 
you know, I wonder if they're if they're going to go down that route with each one being a different story. Because think about it. Also, if you don't have actors signed to like long term deals with bigger money, you can afford to keep the effects fresh. You're not maximizing contracts on any actors or actresses because you're not keeping them around longer than a cup of coffee. And you can tell so many stories. Um, yeah. I personally, what I wish we would have seen would have been like a small scale story, like in like a town or a village, like yeah. start small and then go big. But I mean, no, the more we talk about it, the more I kind of realize this movie was fun. It was not what I was expecting, but it's not really fair to judge a film off of what I would have done. Big bullshit blockbuster movies. This is what the movies are about, man. We're not even in the summer and we we've been getting banger after banger every week. I'm okay if we get if we get another two or three of these, you know. But mm-hmm. do but do it new, new cast every time, you know? Yeah. Have a good time with it. Yeah. Why not? What's it called? This movie. So the ah, shit. The movie was $150 million and it's only grossed 80 mil. Do you think we should be worried about it? Nah. But um for example, uh, well, we are getting the Mario movie this week. Uh so that's like that's gonna steal everything. Uh oof. I mean I don't know. I don't think I don't think this should be worried. DD is such a strong enough brand that has survived, you know, years. It's still been trendy, like it's been brought back, it's caused death in real life, it's been part of it in the middle of controversy. Uh, a lot of kids got into D&D because the characters in, like, Stranger Things got into D&D. So, like, I don't think it's in danger. I think people will see this as, as what it is. It's a fun experiment. And I think overall it's a very fun thrill ride. So why not? Why not make another one, you know? Also, dude, I feel like this movie's going to thrive when it comes to streaming. Dude, this... So, the Super Mario's Brothers movie, yeah. in just premieres oh my god it already has 66 million dollars and i'm gonna add to that jeez uh, what if super mario brothers it breaks a billion it might it just might god, it's uh, a kids movie Fuck. it's uh i'm gonna watch it <laughs> like, i don't care i'm gonna watch i mean it. so am i but still i know um all right. I mean, overall, what's that to like? I give this a four out of five. You know, I think I'd give it a B. I think I need. I'll, I'll, I don't think I've said this very often. I think this is a movie I got to rewatch again. I think I need to watch it through fresh eyes. Because mm-hmm. like, did you go? Did you go in wanting to dislike it, or, or I went? I went in hoping to like it, but the more I saw, the more I was like, it's okay. But I guess it's also because I have I have a history with D and D. And I was kind of hoping they would do more things. It, I think I have that problem where it's like I have expectations of what I hope they do. And when they don't do it, oh, this is bad. It's like, eh, it's not bad. It's just different. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, to me, as a person who has casually dabbled in D&D, like I, I haven't played a full campaign. Like I've only joined. I've only like cameoed in other people's campaigns. Uh, I think this is exactly what I thought we were going to get. Like we're going to get uh, a funny uh thrill ride set in the D world and i was okay with that uh it gave me exactly what i thought i was gonna get uh what i did like also is that it didn't try to like hammer in any kind of modern uh references or anything like it really kept into the world like it really felt like um 
like this would be a campaign of people playing the game you know yeah yeah but, but no overall not a bad movie oh yeah one last thing real quick yeah. So <clears throat> the maze, we didn't talk about it very much. The maze oh, yeah. actually the really dungeon. The, the actual dungeons dungeon party. In the dungeon. Yeah. It had it's called Dungeons and Dragons. It had one dungeon and one dragon. So like, you know. False advertising. Um <laughs> no, there were two there were two dragons. Technically, remember the one that was flying with the molten vomit? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, in the, uh, yeah. But um, but okay, so there's uh the the maze uh, in the battle pit, whatnot, where the characters are. And there, did you notice that there was another group of characters? Oh yeah, from the cartoon. Yeah. Yes, I don't know if yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you were, you had known about that. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, uh, they also incorporate some stuff from like Critical Role, like the Fresh Cut Grass. That's actually a reference to Critical Role. Did you did you end up watching Critical Role? Uh, I have not. I've just been looking up any information I can learn about D and D. Okay. To this uh, you should watch. You should. Watch. I, I think you will really like it. Uh, because also because it's gonna freak you out because you're gonna see it and be like and be like oh these these people are so fun oh they're the voice actors who are in everything then that must mean that their characters must be very uh, emotive they are yeah <laughs> hmm. I you know what I want to see a sequel to this film I want to see more of this I, yeah, I and uh, I hope it succeeds I don't want it to fail. Yeah, I mean, in a year where I think this is this is about to be like one of the biggest years in movies, and because all of these movies should have been saved for the summer and are coming out right now, so I think I think either the movies that were saved up during COVID are coming out throughout the entire year, and that's a good thing because I think between this and the Mario movie next week, and you know what, fuck it, I want to see the Pope's Exorcist. Like, you know, we're slowly getting into that when we're getting. Just a ton of movies. Susume is coming out next week. Oh god, like it's not it's gonna be a non-stop fun year for movies, I think. I think you need to get a membership with AMC. Oh yeah. Start racking out those points, man. Because man, I'm spending so much like going to the movies every single time. <laughs> it's for work, it's for research. Yeah. I, can I make it a tax write-off? I think you can. If this thing up. makes money. <laughs> So it's not a tax write-off. <laughs> Sorry. Kind of. Uh, all right. Uh, well, um, anything else? Um, Nothing on my end. You? I just had a good time, you know, and I don't need... I just needed this movie to be fun. It was fun. I'm happy. Yeah. It, fu- it fulfilled everything you ever wanted. Fulfill, fulfill what, <laughs> I, what I... Bless you. It fulfilled Sorry. what I thought we were going to get, and we got it, and I had a good time with it. Uh, so yeah, nothing to complain. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else? Nothing. Um, yeah. fo- folks, next week we'll be reviewing the Mario movie. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, are we going to review Air Jordan? Uh, you know what? Try to see if you can squeeze it in, and if not, I'll I'll I'll, I'll try to make it like a solo thing. If not. Yeah, that's fair. Fair choice. Yeah. All right. All right, folks, um, that's going to be for this episode of The Rollback. Please like and subscribe. We'd greatly appreciate it. We're always trying to grow our podcast. Go check out our YouTube. Go check out our social media pages. Wherever you get your podcasts, we're probably there. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Shema. I've been Eddie. And this was The Rollback. You know what was the most accurate D&D thing about this movie? What? The fact that it kept delaying the they, they kept delaying the movie, so it felt like people 
people playing a campaign were like, hey, I can't make it. Can we change the date? Can we do it some other time? Oh, God, that's right. <laughs> what if this movie had had a post-credit scene of like the actors getting up from like a from like a table? It was, that's what I thought it was going to happen. Like, I, I thought our after credit scene would have been like the, the the guys from Critical Role just like getting up from a table. Like, like it, that's what I thought was going to happen. But eh, turns out they weren't there. You know what I just realized though? I'm really glad that fucking Vin Diesel was not involved with this at all. Oh, fuck Vin Diesel. No, he loves, he loves the I know. I know him and, and Man, him and Manganiello too. They, yeah. they both they would have tried it. Manganiello, Manganiello can come. Come on, come along, Deathstroke. Come along. You can be in the next one. You can you be in the You know what was really funny about Manganiello? By the way, you you can keep all this. Uh, so when I when I go watch movies in the theater, they'll show like you know ads for like future movies, but talk but with people saying fun facts about it. Uh-huh. And someone was like was like was like DC Universe star Joe Manganiello. Like DC Universe star. He was in it for like eight seconds. If that. If that. <laughs> like, shut the fuck out. This universe. Star. Like, well-known actor for playing Deathstroke. No, he isn't. Shut the fuck out. He's, been, he's, he's more well-known for playing a stripper than see Shut the fuck out. Got it. Got it. Say, <laughs> What has he done that's significant? He was in How I Met Your Mother. Brad Morris, he was oh man, he only made his appearance in Justice League, and that was like, Magic Mike. What to do when you're expecting sabotage? He was in Rampage. Oh yeah, he was Flash Thompson in Spider Man. Oh yeah, the original Spider Man, and he was in True Blood. 